All right, cool. I'm going to pray before I get into trouble. And then we'll see what happens. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you that you're here. Thank you, Lord, for, um, for the, the, your fullness. I just thank you for a spirit of fullness, a spirit of wholeness. We just thank you for a spirit of fullness. Lord, I just thank you uh, for, for your life. I just thank you for that you came to give us life and life abundant. We thank you. Bless this word. We thank you for manifestations of glory in Jesus' name. I just, we don't have this one up, uh, this scripture here, but I'm just going to read it out. Um, John 6, 63, Jesus said, he was very emphatic. He said, it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. And I just, what I want to talk about tonight is the, is, is the life of God. And, and, and that uses a specific word, is zoe, uh, which is like a, a supernatural sort of a, eternal life reality. And we've got to be very careful because at the moment, um, you know, we're in an interesting, obviously there's a, there's a demonic festivities going on at the moment. And we've got to really, really discern and weigh up how important life is to us. Because one of the things is we've got to be able to discern is what things are in our life that are not producing life. And religion is one of those. Religion is sort of like, yeah, I've got to do this and do that. And there's no life in religion. So you could be saying the right things and have the right belief systems, but there's no life manifesting. So that's, that's, a, that's a, a, a spirit of separation. And so uh, I've just come back we, with, a, with a group of, someone's got to wake up right now. That just had alarm feels all over, didn't it? Goodness me, that's hilarious. Uh, uh, just with a group of prophets and prophetic intercessors, the Swiss mountains, it was pretty amazing. And um, I will go into a little bit about, I will talk a bit about it tonight. Um, my eyes were, were open on so many levels, but apart from transit days, pretty much the whole day in prayer um, and really, really amazing, amazing things going on. We, we believe we're in a new era. Um, and that's not to, you know, not per se dispensationalist, but, but there's, there's something is, is, is really, really uh, uh, taking place. It's very exciting in the spirit. It's interesting that happened in, we met in Switzerland because so many significant things come out of Switzerland besides cheese. And I do like my Jarlsberg. I do. Who likes Jarlsberg? It, it's so easy to smash. And then you realise, oh, I've had a whole block. You know, and, and then you've got other issues to deal with. But, but we, have to be, we have to be careful of, of what is in our life that doesn't produce life. It's not producing life, it's, it's, it's producing death. And keeping up appearances, death. Uh, dead routine, death. Uh, uh, um, living out of parts and not being, not being integrated, death. We have to really, really be sure that what we're doing, we're connecting with and, and, and cutting those things off out of our life that are not producing life. Because there's, there are whole uh, groups of people really willing death onto the earth, really, really trying to open up those gates of hell. And, and this is not like living 10, 20 years ago. We're in a very, very intense season. Obviously, the media is trying to make everyone as afraid as possible and, uh, uh, and divide as well. I mean, I'm just watching stuff on the news, what's happening around the world. Um, of course, you know, my stopover was in the Middle East. What good timing was that? Um, but you just can't, you know, you, you, know <laughs> you, you can't look at everyone sideways, you know, and think, what's in that backpack? You know, it, it's, 
It's just, it's just really, no, seriously, like, like, like you know, it's, it's, it's so ridiculous. I want to, I want to start with a, a testimony from someone um, that isn't religious at all, but it's life giving. And this even, I think it might be in one of Adam's books. Uh, but I remember when the story came out, we were both told this story. It's quite incredible, really, because I want to talk about the fullness of the Lord, which includes life and, and what that entails. And then I'm going to share some things that happened while we we're away. Um, but evidently, I believe this took place in the, in the States. And there was a, a prison inmate who got really touched by the Lord. He received Christ, I believe. And he was just reading a Bible and he had no teachers and just, I don't know, maybe a little Gideon's type thing going into it like this. And then he comes up to this part. So he's this absolute greenhorn, clear skin, just rookie, um, you know, hasn't been churchified yet, loves the Lord, but doesn't understand most of what's going on. So he gets this point in, and it says, you need to be anointed with oil by the elders. And so he's in this prison cell with this other guy and he says to this guy, how old are you? <laughs> he worked out he was older than him, so he must be an elder. And so he goes, we don't have oil. And then he found a little thing of shampoo. And so he, got, he, he, he said, well, you're, it says you're an elder and you need to anoint me. So here, uh, uh, put this shampoo on me and then pray for me. So this guy's like, now, I don't know, I'm assuming the guy was a Christian, the other one, you know. Anyway, um, prayed for him. Next thing he knows, he got, he got taken out of his body. Completely trajectory out into the universe, way, way above the earth. And then he sees Jesus and Jesus is there waiting for him. And the way he described it, he said, this is the most incredible thing. It was like it was outside of time. He, he goes, uh, uh, from, from what I can recall, he said, it was just amazing. Now he had no Christian background, as in like he's just starting to read the Bible and he's a new believer. He said, it was, it was like I was a king. It was like I was a priest. It was like I was a prophet. It's just amazing like this. And, and, and Jesus started to, to, he was hanging out with Jesus for a short time. And then what happens, Jesus says, I'm going to have to send you back down to the earth. And he's begging Jesus, please, because he can feel the love of God. He feels that wholeness, that connection. He's like, please don't, don't, please don't send me back. I want to stay with you. He goes, no, 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 you have work on the earth to do. And he said, I don't want to, and he said, I think he said to Jesus, I don't want to forget you. Jesus said to him, you will forget me. But then you'll spend the rest of your life remembering me. So here you've got this guy and it's like, you know, uh, 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 what theology is that? This guy hadn't experienced change his life. And so he experienced the living Christ in the realms of the Spirit. And, and there's an explosion of this happening around the world. Uh, uh, you know, just especially where I've just come from, I've just been chatting with Nick and Christina and you start talking about dreams and visions and people are fascinated they don't want dead religion. They want experienced life. They want to experience the living God. And, 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 and that's what we have to be careful to not just, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, tow the party line if there's no life in it because we, we're just not in that season. So here's this guy. He's got anointed with oil by the elders. And then he's gone out into, into, into the multiverse, met the Lord. And the Lord, it's like the Lord met him outside of time, probably before he was even on the earth. What I want to do 
is I want to fill in some blanks today and I want to make some big, broad, sweeping statements. I think it's a good time for that. I'm not going to overly, I'm not going to overly uh, uh, um, uh, work this tonight per se on an apologetics level. I'm just going to say stuff and if people love it, great. If they don't, even greater. And so uh, what I want to do is I want, I want us tonight to really lay a hold of is the reason why the words of Jesus are life is because He is life. He's the way, the truth and the life. And so we have to ascertain our, our personal experience, what we think, say and do, according to how, what level of connection we have with the Lord. We can't generate our own life. We have biological life, you get that, the, the Greek word bios. But I want us to, to, to really tonight, to really allow that spirit of life. We're probably going to anoint people with oil at the end. But I want us to almost be out of our minds for God's sake. That's what Paul says. He goes, I'm out of my mind for God's sake, but I'm sane mind for your sake. So tonight you can be out of your mind. For some of you guys, it's going to be easier than others. Uh, and so, because we have to, because we have to engage life. We really, really do. There's just too many smart, unhappy people around Okay, there's no life, you know, and it's sort of like say really good things, but there's no life on it. And then you get someone who's a little bit sort of, uh, 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 you know, green or, or rough around the edges and they say stuff and life's just pouring out, especially kids. So what I want to do is I'm going I'm to build quite a, a, a strong, solid case regarding you and me, but you, right, that things are way better than you realise. And then I want to I be able to give something language so we can go after something and see a manifestation of glory. Let's start with a, a very, very strong yet abstract scripture, very well known in Jeremiah chapter one, verse five. And God said to him, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. So when we read that, when I used to read that through a religious mindset, it's like, yeah, God thought of me. And it actually says God knew him. God knew Jeremiah. In other words, there was interaction. I'm not going to build a doctrine on this, but we are going to map Scripture, right? I believe very, very clearly it is appointed for man to die once and then the judgment. So I'm not into this endless Buddhist spinning wheel type thing and let's go visit Tibet and chuck a flag up or somewhere, Right? I'm not, I'm not there, okay? But there's something about, there, there is before we came here, the Lord knew us and we knew Him. Which is, which is a paradigm breaker. Uh, you know, when God was stirring up Job's memory per se, when Job, uh, you know, around Job 38, and God wasn't being sarcastic to Job. He really was saying, Job, you ancient one, listen. When I created everything, the sons of God shouted for joy. I said, look, Job, I am God speaking that frequency of, of original design and you were there. And so this is, this is really, really fascinating because, because uh, um, I believe that as we go deeper into the Lord, there's less separation and more connection and, and, more, and the reality of oneness. So we've established that God knew you before you came here and not just sort of like you're an idea more than that. He knew you. So let's just... Let's build on that. Ephesians chapter one, verses four to six. It says, just as He chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world. You were chosen, you were chosen in Jesus before the foundation of the world. All right. 
So before the earth was created, you were chosen in Christ. Not thought of, chosen. Very interesting. Before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace in which he has made us accepted in the beloved. So it says that that you were chosen in him. This is really, really interesting that you were chosen in him. And so we need to know what that looks like because again, if we don't connect with this, it's religious like, oh wow, God, God knew me and I knew the Lord and oh, that's interesting. No, it's a lot more that the fullness around this is crazy. What, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm just gonna jump a few steps. I wanna get into a couple of other scriptures. Hebrews chapter tw- uh, one, verses two and three. This is, this is your Jesus. This is your Jesus, okay? Uh, uh, God in, in previous times has spoken to our, us through our, our, and our fathers through the prophets has in these last days spoken to us by Jesus. So God in these last days has spoken to us by His Son. Now we're talking about who Jesus is, all right? Whom He appointed heir of all things, through whom Jesus made the worlds. Jesus made the world, through whom also He made the worlds. Who being the brightness of His glory and the express image of His person, Uh, that is Jesus being the image of the Father and upholding all things. So Jesus upholds all things by the word of His power. When He had by Himself purged our sins, He sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. So you have, firstly, the Lord knew you, okay? And then it said He chose you in Him, in Him. And now we see that everything is held together. Now, this is what I want to this is what I want to propose. I do not believe that anything in the heavenly realms of glory is self-existent. I do not believe that. I, I believe I do not believe that anything in the heavenly dimensions, not the cherubim, not the seraphim, not the living creatures, and obviously not the elders, etc., so on and so forth. Nothing is self-existent. In other words, everything is in Him. Everything is in Him. Now this is, this is going somewhere because it starts to blow your mind. This is what we tend to think. Now, I can feel some good things happening. I can, I really can. So we go, okay, so, so God thought of us and then the world went, ah, and then you know, Adam and Eve, thanks for that. You know? you know that meme? You know that meme, Adam, we see Adam in heaven and he, and he comes up and goes, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, my bad. My bad, okay? But and then all of a sudden, oh, God's scrambling to find a solution and try to understand His Son and John 3.16. And it's so much more deeper than that is because what, nothing is, I don't believe anything is self-existent in heaven. Everything's in Him. And it's not like all of a sudden, oh, oh, oh. And, and, and now we, we've been thrown down here and, and now we're being adopted and grafted in. What I wanna say is this is before you came here, you were already in Him. And then our life now is to engage that active focus and praxis of connection to reinstate what already was. So 
in this context, it's not about fighting demons and the devil. They're terrified. They're terrified that you and I actually work out that we're one with the Lord. Terrified. And then if they come and, and they nip at your heels like a, like a, you know, like this, right? It's trying to distract you or depress you or whatever. Is really the end game is that you and the Lord are one. And you didn't just... Uh, before you came here, you were, you were in, in Christ. And you start to see that and that's going to flip every religious table, but you're going, oh, I'm coming back into my original state. This is amazing. Therefore, with this in mind, we need to get rid of and purge everything in our life that doesn't align us to connection to the Lord. And Because and, otherwise people are believing for this and believing for that. They're believing outside of Christ. They might use the name of Jesus as a label at the end of a statement, but that doesn't mean that they're established in Him or even planted in the mountain of His inheritance. So you start, you, you see that this guy got anointed by the elder like this and he says, please, I don't want to, please don't send me down there. I don't want to leave you. I don't want to forget you. And Jesus said, you will forget me, but you'll spend the rest of your life remembering me. And so this is exciting because it's like we've just been gone through this hectic, hectic amnesia. Remember, there's not three gods, there's one God. And, 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 and it, it, the Lord, that, um, <laughs> that was a bit Groucho Marxist. <laughs> okay. The way Jesus refers to the person as a separate entity but it actually says, it's actually the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Christ. You know, in Galatians 4, 6, it says that he's poured the Spirit of his Son out into our hearts, and whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit of Jesus is the Holy Spirit. That's amazing. So, so then, and then Jesus said, the Father and I are one. But he, he talks about it in three distinct different persons. But there's only one God, friends. There's only one God. And you, it, it starts to blow your mind that you were already in Him before you came here. Then you went through these amnesic veils and now your life is about remembering who you really, really are and who He really is. That is way better than, I'm a Christian, I go to church and read the Bible. Because those things can become a religious end in themselves unless it is connected or manifests reality within the heart. It's, it's a creed, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a dogma. It's, it, it doesn't carry any life. So we've established that, 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 that God holds the universe together through Christ. Everything's held together. So, so you go, what the heck? Now, I'm gonna make a, uh, I'm gonna make a statement. Um, hang on, I'm gonna read this scripture first and then I'll make that statement. Colossians chapter one, verses 15 to 17. Love Colossians, very most Christological uh, um, epistle. Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For by him are all things were created. Everything, everything, everything uh, that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through Jesus and for Jesus. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. I mean, wow. So we're talking about realms of life here. This is so cool. Because what happens is that we, we get born into this world through levels of trauma um, and then amnesic sort of veils and then we try and make sense of our life and we build a persona and that persona creates separation with God. And then we spend 
time. Some people spend more time than others. It depends how much intent you have. But I, dare I say is that according to Psalm 139 and, and many other, uh, you know, Jeremiah, uh, uh, um, am I not, a, I am not a God that's far off. Am I not God that's near? Do I not fill heaven and earth? Um, behold, if I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there, right? And, and so what we have here is that the only thing stopping significant manifestation of the omnipresence of Jesus in our life is our consciousness because he's already there. He's already there. This is, this is amazing because you go, if you feel lonely, lonely is not spatial, it's dimensional. It's not spatial. You get people who are married and they're lonely. So it's got nothing to do with other people. It's how we've built on the inside. So, <laughs> and, and, and I, I'm going to, for all intents and purposes, I want you to see these as synonyms. They have points of difference and nuance, but for all intents and purposes, three things that almost mean the same thing. In Him, so in Christ, in the Spirit, and the new creation. In Him, it, so, so it says, when I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, He was in Christ. So remember when Jesus said at the end of Matthew 28, He goes, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will never. And then people feel lonely. So what's happened is the heart of man is deceitfully wicked above all things who can know it. But we've, we've been programmed this consciousness of separation and without faith it is impossible to please God. This is why we need to go after what we think and if we go after what we think, it changes how we feel. And, 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 and uh, am I making sense tonight, friends? This is better than we think. Because what's, what happens is that the Lord is in you. He is with you and in you. And it's the, the lack of cultivated consciousness that allows the river to flow. Lift up your heads, O your gates, you everlasting door, so that the King of glory may come in. Lift up your head. Uh, lift, lift up your heads, O your gates. So, so in Him, so, so you didn't exist outside of Christ ever, ever. You're being reintegrated, regrafted in, rejoined to who you already were. This is amazing, friends. And that makes you a new creation. He, his, his mercies are new every day. You know, it's never too late to have a happy childhood. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. And you start, even Paul said his inward man is being renewed day by day. This is why Paul prays more than anything else for our eyes to be open to see what really is. And so this is exciting because we're talking about the fullness of the Lord. The Lord's not way out there. Remember it says, uh, uh, um, Luke 17, 20 and 21, the kingdom of God does not come with observation, nor will they say, here it is, there it is, for the kingdom of God is within you. Those are the words of, the Je of Jesus. Jesus says, my kingdom is not of this world. It is the world of spirits. Now, if, when push comes to shove, when in Jesus' resurrected body, he walked through walls. Not because Jesus was a mist walking through something solid. Jesus was solid walking through mist. So what we have here is that our consciousness allows things to meditate in our life and around us and on the earth. It's, it, it, this is huge. Because, because again, loneliness is not spatial. It is not relational. It is dimensional. You could have the rich man and Lazarus, you know, they can physically see each other, but they're separated by a gulf, okay? So, 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 so what's amazing is that 
I know that I've had my fair share of warfare in my life. Not fun, but you know, it's better than dying. Um, I, 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 if, if I had my choice, I'd never have to fight for anything. But it's either like, it's like someone grabbing your head and waterboarding you, chucking a head underwater, and you fight to get that next breath of oxygen. That to me is warfare. And then you get trained and you build to get these things called neck muscles. You know, I'd rather just, I'd rather it was, it was a different way, but it's not in God's infinite wisdom. When one day when rewards are handed out, they are real rewards for real overcoming. It's not shooting fish in a barrel and it's not a big, you know, like, 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 like he, he, boy, I tell you what, I has not seen nor ear heard nor has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love him, but he's revealed it to us by his spirit. So in him and in the spirit, see, Jesus is in this room by his spirit. He's in you. And you could have people completely feeling, wow, I feel such a dimension here. And other people, it's like you're at a TED talk. You know, you're not feeling anything. It's a bit because it's a dimensional thing according to what we've cultivated on the inside of us. So, so okay, all right. So the Lord, He's very, very clear on what He wants to get done. And this is the important thing. This is, this is, this is way more important than uh, beaten down devils, Okay. Let's do John 17, verses 22 to 23. John 17. This is the, the prayer of Jesus, high priestly prayer, um, right at the end of the book of John. He's praying to the Father and he says, and the glory which you, Father, gave me, I have given to them, that they may be one just as we are one. I in them and you in me, that they may be made perfect in one and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. So it's all about oneness. So, so the, the fallen nature wants to be a victim, wants self-pity, tra- tracks in despair and it's a lie. It's like saying right now, we are not in a church building right now. Like it's clearly a lie, but in the spirit realm even more, this is why the inner world is the real world. And so, so Jesus said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And He never will, you know, and hence we get footprints in the sand. Um, and, and all that sort of, Lord, where were you? You know, and I, this is when I was carrying you and cool. So, so when, we, when it gets down that, you go, this is mind blowing. This is mind-blowing, Lord. And so <coughs> the reason I'm talking about this, about fullness, and I'm, 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 I'm labouring the point, yes, you can travel in the Spirit. Yes, you can ascend. Yes, you can go to the mountain of God. You can be established in the mountain of God. I'm all for it. Be in the river. Have heavenly encounters. I'm all for that. But none of it happens outside of Him. It's a person. He is God. God is spirit. And those who worship Him must worship in spirit and in truth. Yes, there is a Father. Yes, there is a Son. Yes, there is the Holy Spirit. But they are one. They are one. And then it's interesting. It says in, I think, 2 Corinthians, Now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom or liberty. So you're going, so Jesus now is on the earth through His Spirit. You either believe it or you don't. You believe it or you don't. I mean, this, I'm going to be a very, very good boy and we won't go down very, very undisciplined rabbit trails. But there's plenty of them. Because what we tend to do, we make all this stuff external and corporate. And a lot of things are actually intrinsic 
right? Every single person will encounter the Lord. I find, it, I find it fascinating that I think in Job, it says before anyone leaves this earth, they'll have at least two dreams. God will speak to them through two dreams. It says that in Job. So, so, so this is why we need wisdom and understanding to know that the Lord's already here. He's already with us, but we have to cultivate that. That's why we worship. That's what we preach and teach. That's why we get people to meditate. That's why we get people to pray in the Spirit. That's why we encourage people to fast. Because all you're doing is that you're affirming with your action and your faith posture that you're already one with the Lord. Everything you need, you already have. And this is not mind over matter. It's not semantics. It's not uh, mental gymnastic. It's a Word of God and it's completely true. I wanna talk a little bit about um, my trip and how it pertains to this. Now, I, uh, um, I, I'm a solution-based person. So, and, and I've had to, I don't know, through, I don't, gosh, I don't know if this has been carved out in me or I've got a predisposed uh, acumen. I have literally had to reinvent myself as a person many times, many times. I, 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 I had a certain persona before I came to Christ. Coming to Christ, family, friends, ditched me hectically. So that persona that I built, I had to completely like, that's traumatic, that's for an 18 year old. You either get your brains beaten out and suck your thumb and rock and stare at the wall, or you win. And then next thing I know, I'm going to Bible college. I was, you know, I was, I was only saved three months when I went to Bible college. <laughs> That's pretty whack. It's pretty whack. And it's like, it's the way God wanted it. I'll never forget, I'm just in the back row, a couple of mates. All right, today we're going to start in the Old Testament. And I, I literally turned to my, and I said, what's an Old Testament? <laughs> he goes, it's the first part of that book that's in front of you. Uh, I didn't know what an Old Testament was. So I had to reinvent myself. And I realised, I realised a couple of, couple of my reinventings uh, that were significant. Um, I'll just read books about Smith Wigglesworth and William Branham and of revivals, revivals, revivals. And I'm, 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 that, I'm that guy, I love the presence of God. I've, I've been in multiple outpourings. But what happened, those things made me incredibly impractical person. Go, what? But revival, I love revival, but I, I didn't know how to make anything happen from uh, 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 being organised to build, wisdom of God, paying bills, uh, uh, vision. I understood nothing. I just like, oh, revival's gonna come. And I know there's a lot of people like that out there. They go, it's just, just what, everything's turning to crap. What about revival, you know? And uh, over here, we've got, you know, Israel and Hamas, and then we've got all the politicians stoking the fires and Netanyahu and the media and what's your revival? Okay, and said over here we've got CERN, we've got the Particle Collider, you've got the World Health Organization, World Hoax Organization, you've got the United Nothing, all these different things, trying to impoverish the world, bring a system of slavery, what's your revival? And it's sort of like, I was that guy, I get it. I get it, but it actually did, what it did, it, 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 uh, um, it actually, it wasn't holistic. And trust me, you're looking at the guy, I understand, it's not by, my, not, by, by, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. I do understand that without faith, it is impossible to please God. But I've had to reinvent myself and grow up in different ways. And, and being into revival isn't necessarily the best thing for strong, consistent relationships. You know, you get married and, and iron sharpens iron, okay? 
uh, and, and then you've got, you got children and bills and you, you have to, you, you, there's times where you have to grow up and your inner world is going, oh, I don't want to grow up. Revival! And, and so, and so <laughs> I had to really reinvent myself. And, and you know, change and growth is painful. So one of the areas I find fascinating is laying a hold of something in the Spirit and manifesting it. And one of that, that I believe that's a big issue and we're not gonna put this up. Uh, this is a word I got when we were away. Um, I will probably at some stage do a, quite a decent presentation on two people, one called, uh, I think, John uh, Nelson Darby and the other one, Cyrus Schofield, okay? So, uh, no, he didn't write Achy Breaky Heart. Um, and basically is that this teaching teaches this seven dispensations, where in the sixth, the sixth dispensation is the dispensation of grace. The church is going to get an absolute beating and Jesus is going to rescue the church. That to me is heresy, okay? Uh, it's, it's only just, it really got popularised in the 20th century through the Schofield Bible. I'm going to give a good treatment of that in due, in, uh, uh, in, uh, in, in due season. Um, and it's very interesting, both those two men spent a, a, a decent amount of time, strategic time in Switzerland to formulate their ideas. Oh, Geneva, 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 how I wanted to gather you together like it. No. And so, <laughs> oh my gosh, there's a lot of blood money in that place. It was so beautiful, but wow, uh, yeah. So, uh, uh, um, yeah, so uh, I was going to hang on, where's my spot? Here we go. Uh, let's have a look. Oh yes. So one of the things is, is it as I go deeper into the realm of the spirit, I cannot but help get more and more caught into Christology. And it's like the, the fact is that the way the truth and life is a person, the fact that heaven is a person, uh, everything in him we live, move and have our being. Don't just think Jesus is a, is, is, is a, is a figurine somewhere, occupying a space somewhere. Everything's held together by the word of his power. In him all things consist and now the Lord is the spirit. The spirit of Jesus is in us. It is just so amazing. But it's like one of the things that's happened is that we have seen the keys of knowledge stolen. Uh, Luke chapter 11, verse 52, Jesus says, Woe to you, lawyers, you have taken away the key of knowledge and you have hindered people from, this is into the things of the kingdom, you've hindered uh, 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 people from entering and you have not entered yourselves. And so what we're seeing now, we are seeing an absolute destruction of the education system. And we're seeing it as well, is I do believe that in this church, we give people a lot of knowledge keys, whether they use it or not is up to them. Um, please use them, okay? Because we're only really, this, accountability changes dynamic when you know something and don't do it, all right? As opposed to being ignorant. Hey, it wasn't, it's no one's fault they're born ignorant, but it will be their fault they die ignorant. That's a big difference. So keys open doors to dimensions. So, so this is what's cool. You're going, well, we need knowledge. We need, we need keys. We need information. Yes, we do, but we need to know the context. This is why I'm bringing it back into this Christological paradigm. Can we please, uh, Colossians chapter two. It says that in, uh, uh, hang on, uh, hang on, is that the one? Um, 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 um. I think, let me just, hang on, we're gonna reboot that. Let me just find it. I think I sent you a typo. 
Here we go. Colossians. Here we go. Colossians chapter 2. Um, yep, yep, yep. Sorry. Oh, can you feel the silence? All right, here we go. Oh, yeah. No, it is. It's at 2 and 3. I actually gave that, yeah, in chapter, Colossians 2, 2 and 3. I actually put that one in for context. That their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love, attaining to all the riches of, uh, of the full assurance of understanding. Uh, to the knowledge of um, the mystery of God, both of the Father and of Jesus Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. All wisdom and knowledge is hidden in Christ. That is mind-blowing. That is mind-blowing. The point I'm making is this, is that sense of connection you go into a person. That sense of predestination is in a person. Keys of knowledge in a person. Wisdom in a person. Everything is in the person of Christ through the Holy Ghost. Can someone say amen? This is really cool because you realise that the accessibility we have is that we're always worrying about things we can't change externally. The Lord says, no, you can spend time with me. So they were the right scriptures. So I spent time in Switzerland and Germany and uh, spent a few, di- a few days in, in Germany. Who's ever been to Constance? Constance. It's a pretty nice place. It's pretty beautiful. And uh, it's one of the major uh, origins or sources of the Rhine River. And we're talking beautiful, beautiful, crystal clear water. I'd stand out and I'd walk out of a hotel and I'd look, see these mountains in the dif- distance and say, see there, that's Austria. See there, that's Switzerland. They're pretty brazen too. Uh, yeah, Australia is not Europe and Europe is not Australia. Pause and meditate. But there was a, a statue that 30 years ago appeared. The council didn't put it up. It was put up overnight by someone connected to the railways department. And it's a, it's a statue of um, a woman. Her blouse is half open, this part and this part. Uh, she's got a crown and she's holding two hands like this. And in one hand is the Pope and in the other hand is the Kaiser and the statues of the Whore of Babylon. And it's like, right, we're talking so brazen, so brazen. And, and people, you know, it's a big tourist attraction and this, it'd be maybe seven or eight metres tall, right on the harbour. And uh, I remember in this, in this amazing place, and then we went up into Switzerland. Now, who's been to Switzerland before? Man, you get all fatigued, don't you? You go around a corner and you're like, oh, what? Yeah. You know, you like that. Literally, there's a road there and, and you see... You see the, the most cliche cookie cutter wooden houses, and then a mountain just goes. There's no, no, no slow build up. This ain't Mount Lofty. <laughs> Mount Lofty is a pimple compared. <laughs> it is a pimple compared to the like, like this. And what you have is that we mix with these people, and my goodness, the, uh, the theme was a new era. And this is what's so exciting. The, the, the reason I've started off the way I have is I don't want you to see these things as abstract. That you've got to get in conference mode and uh, like this and somehow God will give me something. No, 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 no. You're in Christ. The deeper you go into Him, 
We've been talking about ad infinitum, John 14. If you stay in me and my words stay in you, uh, whatever you ask the Father in my name, He will give it. And I will manifest myself to you. And me and my Father will come and make our home with you. John 15, 7, if you stay in me, my word stay in you, ask whatever you desire and it should be done for you. Later on it says, up to now, you've asked the Father nothing in my name, but make sure you do it. So you're just again and again and again. These things are not out there. They're in you. They're in Christ. It's closer than you think. It just needs activation to, to break the, the crap that's in the atmosphere through the media, through the media, through the government. Twitch, twitch. I'm over there and the voice has just been roundly rejected and yet they're, they're talking about in Victoria heritage officers that can go onto people's property without their permission and, and yet they are really trying to fake democracy now. Friends, we need to take control of the situation in the Holy Ghost. You've got this a minority of people who've been wound up through communism and just we've got this historic gripe again. I didn't. I, I just. I didn't ask to be born here. Neither did you, right? And you've got this situation where we've got to get the appearance of democracy. It's a farce. It really, really is. And so you've got this. Uh, uh, getting back to, to uh, uh, the hills are alive. <coughs> so we're waiting on God, and we just this this new era. This new era. Now. I like, uh, I can't run with anything. I don't have a conviction. So, uh, you know, new era and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, sort of like, yeah, wearing the t-shirt. New era. I'm not that guy. But things happen in the spirit that really opened my eyes. Now, I met a bunch of people who regularly go in and out of heaven and God gives them inventions. Inventions that are about to change the world. There was one such person was sharing this story and I was just, just oh, so loved it. In a meeting, uh, in worship, they went up into heaven and they were like a little kid again and they were playing like with Lego before the throne but they were actually inventing something on an engineering level I can't talk about. And then bang, they were just so wrecked because they, like the guy before, said, I didn't want to go back, come back. He's like, please, I don't want to leave you. I don't want to leave you this is to the Father. And so, so I met so many people like this. There's one guy who's giving us a, a full demonstration of physics, quantum physics, how he's got this, it was a flame. He said, this is 1,300 degrees centigrade, but the way it's uh, configured, it won't burn. You can see my hand, it's like, no, nah, it's not burning it. But then he just somehow tweaked it and melted a coin right in front of our eyes. <laughs> And we're talking really crazy stuff, crazy stuff like coming up to sort of Tesla-ish sort of stuff. And we're talking there's so many spirit-filled believers and engineers and they're not ascension gifts, but they are rejected religion and they're engaging life. One of them was like, you know, I'm always working in my laboratory trying to come up with things. Then one day a seer comes to me and says, you've actually working with seven angels. So he starts leaning into this and angels start giving him keys and formulas and everything like this. This guy literally invents things with the angelic. When I went up there, this is so cool. When I went up there, uh, I, um, <clears throat> I got enough sleep, but 
I was jet lagged. So I do these trips that are sort of quick turnaround. I don't get there a few days beforehand to acclimatise in a few days. I get there as it's starting and I flew, I flew out just before it was finished because I've, you know, I've got a bit on. And anyway, <coughs> so I got really, really smashed. I got, I got hay fever like I've never had it in my life, like in the mountains of Switzerland. It was bizarre. You know when you're sort of like, here I am with Anna Mendez, who is Miss Anti-Pharmacia, If I took a Zyrtec, it was like I had the communion with the devil, you know? <laughs> so I'm sitting there, I'm trying to track with her. I've got water pouring out of this eye, this nostril. And the glory's falling, words, and when the new ear, I'm like, two days. <laughs> My nose is running like a tap. And you know, it's really sensitive. It's a bit like, and then you're on the verge of sneezing. You're like, <laughs> people go, man, he's having an encounter. I was trying to look normal. <laughs> Two days, wiped, you know? And I was tracking with everything. I just wasn't enjoying it. <laughs> I get that. <sighs> and so, <coughs> they said, try this, pla- this. So they've invented this water plasma machine where what you have, they're explaining it. I mean, I've sent some pictures maybe on the staff chat or whatever. But I'm sitting there and it's a big con- contraption and you can see the water bubbling up through uh, 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 oxygen bubbling up through water. And I'm gonna, I know I'm gonna get this wrong, but you're gonna get the gist. And they said, sit down, put on these little things in you, and all you're gonna do is breathe oxygen. I go, what's it gonna do? And he says, just, just try it. So what happened for half an hour, I'm breathing oxygen. So it, it, inhaling through my nose, exhaling through my mouth. Um, and then after maybe 20 minutes, I felt something in my blood. And I'm like, I feel amazing. I feel, this is incredible. And then all of a sudden I like, energised and they came back 30 minutes and said, you should be fine. And, I, and then all of a sudden like that, those symptoms broke off of me being run down, dehydrated from flying. And then they did a presentation and explained, uh, so within, within water molecules on an atomic level, you've got hydrogen. And they said the way we've changed how the hydrogen connects the, on the angle per se, they manipulate it in a certain way so when you breathe oxygen, it is completely charged with electrons. So you are actually getting healed on a quantum level. And, and, and it's, you're just breathing oxygen. Seriously. And they understand intellectual property. They understand the contested area around these things. Uh, all these different things, uh, stuff I can't talk about publicly, but these people are going into heaven and God's showing them things. And these are, these are inventions that will benefit mankind. And they were saying, th- uh, there are other things, again, I can't say online, but they're saying wh- that what God's going to do, He's going to empower us to, to, to benefit mankind that will go against the United Nations agenda. Is that exciting? That's exciting. And so, and so this is like, this is incredible because they've, gone, they've got this out of being in Christ. See, see, forget about your, your, your doctrine and your theology. I'm not, talking, I'm not saying become an become a, a, a irresponsible nut, but, but just engage him that you're already in him and he can give you the solution to anything. And I was just, I'm just sitting there, I'm just like, and the thing that struck me was spirit of humility. 
There wasn't going to be an offering taken up for the whole conference until, I'm not saying not taking up an offering some humility, but there's not, there's not that, that spirit of mammon on it. And there's this, I literally feel like I was in Willy Wonka's chocolate factory, right, minus the Oompa Loompas. <laughs> but people radically, like speaking different, multilingual, not bilingual, multilingual. And then one of my sessions that I did, I like, the Lord radically moved and then I went outside and they had a food cart and I'm waiting and I'm just looking up at the sky and everything's in hyper colour. We were in the glory. And I'm just, I'm going, the, 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 ex, the external structure of this, this compound where they do everything. They've got laboratories and everything like that. And I'm just in the glory. I'm just going, this is amazing. Lord, I can see a pathway through this season. I can see you're raising up people with the mind of Christ. You've got people who are accessing solutions and they want to take these solutions and serve the world. And these guys, more than most, because they're at ground zero in, in areas like Switzerland, is that I, I'm, I am disgusted at this generation of politicians. I'm disgusted that they literally, literally like uh, 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 the, the devaluation of human life. May they be accountable before the Lord because you've got these other demonic crackpots in the background with serious lobbying money and these, these politicians. I was watching this thing on Ray, Mar this Ray Martin. Boy, talk about a dinosaur and something else. Anyway, so <laughs> he was you know, talking about the, the vote and he goes, and, and even Rove, and thank goodness they've got rid of the project. What a bunch of rubbish that was. What an echo chamber. Um, and... and uh, um, they were saying at this stage with the voice vote, now obviously it's been rejected, the detail is not important. You go, you go I, thank, I thank God through prayer and the Holy Ghost, Australia passed an IQ test. I really do. It's the right thing to do. You don't even know the detail. And within, the ink's barely dried on, they get stuffed. And then we've got heritage officers going in and so like, you know what I'm saying? It was always about international non-government organisations manipulating our constitution, our law, obviously. And so, so what we're seeing is we're seeing God raising up a people who have the mind of Christ. Please, please, whatever it takes, be delivered from religion. Be delivered from caring about what other people think of you because they don't care. Take great comfort. They don't. We're called to love, but we're not called to be obsessed with other people's opinions because people are fickle. There's a scripture where they want to make Jesus king. And it said he did not commit himself to men because he knew all men and knew what was in man. It's like, it's like flip like that, like this. That spirit of religion is dead. And so what we have is we're already in Christ. You, you were connected to him way before you came here. And you just go, my goodness. So, so, so that, that sense of, I have the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of Jesus is in me. And you meditate in that. And the Holy Spirit goes, yep, it's true. Yep, double thumbs up. Yep, yep. And, and so then you realise it's not about being religious. It's about not grieving or quenching the Holy Spirit. What grieves or quenches the Holy Spirit? Things that create separation. That's it. That's it. And when we say and think and do things, that create separation. Now the Lord is the Spirit and where the Spirit of the Lord is, 
there is freedom. You guys tracking with me so far? Then we're talking about out of this dimension of connectedness, the ultimate is the spirit of resurrection. The spirit of resurrection. So at the moment, spirit of resurrection usually manifests when people, things are going down. I know people have had the flu. I mean, since I've been gone, I've just said uh, 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 to my wife, hectic hay fever. She goes, people have hay fever and flu and everything. And I'm like, cool, I'm, I might jump on a plane again. Anyway, so, but, but we were talking about the spirit of resurrection and... I'm in a group of 30 people, you know, prophets and prophetic intercessors and, and what have you. And then everyone started telling their resurrection stories. And it's like, like and, and we're talking about, as we started talking about the spirit of resurrection, the power of God started to come into the room. And um, one of them was, was, was Anna Mendez's daughter died. They're in a restaurant and there was a, like a play area and Anna's son's very athletic and he did a backwards somersault. And I think Anna Jr. went to uh, imitate the brother and she fell on the back of her neck and broke her neck in the restaurants, in the kids' play area. Anna's been Christian for a year. Her brother, who's an atheist, picks up the dead body of Anna. So she's dead and she would have been 11. And then I can't remember the details, but then they're just praying like crazy. And after a period of time, Anna came back to life. She had to wear a neck brace, but came back to life. And as a result, Anna's brother, who was an atheist, came to Christ in that situation. So she was dead and came back to life. Then another one, her name's Mariella. She's born in Argentina, but lives in Morocco with her family. You know, and people from all over the world. These are so cool, such cool people. And she was saying... She was saying that um, during the birth of her first child, this is stories like, this is, this is normal life. I hate religion. Just, just, mm. we're going to pray for people tonight. We're going to anoint people tonight. Um, and so Mariella's, during the birth of her first child, lost a lot of blood, a lot of blood. And so she dies. And she remembers leaving her body, looking back, and she goes, but I want to see my baby. I don't want to leave my baby on the earth. She goes up, and then she finds herself in the arms of the father. The father's holding her, and she's just like with the father like this. And next thing you know, next thing you know, she's, she's looking at the father. This woman is a full seer. You know, if, if you weren't a seer before this encounter, you will be afterwards. It just tears the veil. And so like this, and next thing, she opens her eyes and she's looking at the doctor. And the doctor said, you've been dead for eight hours. Here's even your death certificate. So you've been raised from the dead. Been raised from the dead. Unfortunately, because you've been dead so long, your uterus is a uterus of someone in their 70s or 80s. It's, it's really been damaged. And, you know, everything's easy for God. She's had three children since. So, so why am I saying all this? Is that we are in a new era if we choose to lay a hold of it. Please repent of the crap you need to repent of. It, there's no such thing as can't in Christ, it's won't. And, and, and if something's not life-giving, get rid of it. Because right now you can't fake the Christian sort of like, <laughs> in the spirit you've got death all over you. Is, is, is if we've got to become like little children again. This is what's so absolutely amazing. 
to, to, to see that. And I'm sure that, that, that we will have connections with these people I met overseas. I've got no doubt about that. In fact, I've been already approached. So, so what's amazing is that we don't have to sit down and freak out about uh, that, that this war is being stoked. It's being stoked. It's been stoked. It, re- it really is. There's atrocities everywhere. Truth is, it, uh, you know, it's very, very hard. With, with, with Photoshop and fake everything these days, it's just, we just need to pray for everybody. I mean that. And so, <clears throat> um, and, and, and uh, we, we, we actually need to go deep into Christ to change the world, friends. We need to go deep into Christ, not just sit there and go, any day we're going to go up in the air. No, no. It's, 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 okay, let me give you a couple of scriptures. All right, out of the mouth of Jesus, he said, I pray, Father, do not take them out of the world, but keep them from the evil one in John 17. And the other one is John 16. He said, in the world, you will have tribulation, but in me, you will have peace. Be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. It even says that, uh, 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 Psalm 23 and Psalm 119, you prepare a table in the presence of my enemies for they are ever before me. So we are, our primary is to engage what we can control and that is spending time in the Lord. This is, this is we're talking, uh, 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 look, this is, this, is, this, is, this is not, this is probably my flesh now, okay? Just, just, just indulge me. I get so upset when I see a beautiful young innocent kid collecting for a cancer foundation. Saying, please, for cures for cancer. Do you know how many cures for cancers they found? Do you know how many? It gets me so upset, you know. And, and the FDA and the TGA, I tell you what, they better repent. I know that God is raising up sons of God, daughters of God to bring solution to the earth. This is so exciting. Who can feel that excitement in the spirit? But these guys, there's way more. There's way more things I can't really mention on the, on this platform. Um, but there are, there, the Lord is raising up a remnant everywhere to see things turned around. And I'll tell you what: if he, if he has to blind a whole army like he did with Elisha and Gehazi, if he has to part the Red Sea like with Moses, he will. Uh, you know, it, it's all easy for God, but we've got to make sure we're in that place of connection. Constantly, that, that's, all, that's all that matters. It actually says in 1 John, it said that if you st- remain in Him, it says you will not be ashamed at His coming. In other words, there will be people who will be, who will be ashamed. All right, believers. So this, this is the reality from here on in. And some of you have been doing it and some of you have been thinking about doing it and some of you have just been thinking. And so is this, it's cultivating the constant connection to who you are with the Lord. That's it. That's oneness. That's oneness. In that place is your answer to prayer. In that place is your healing. In that place is your provision. Is in that place. It's, it's oneness. Everything in Him. Everything. We're already blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Holy Ghost. So what I want to do is I want to anoint people in a minute. Um, I feel too. I've just come back from an amazing time. I'm, I'm, I feel like I've been plugged into a, 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 a giant battery at the moment. I literally have just got off the plane, legit. And I tell you what, do you know what is available to us? Everything's available to us. But we just, we've got to be delivered of thinking we live in Adelaide. We've got to be delivered of thinking we're Australians. We've got to see, it says here, remember I said the, the three synonyms, yes, they've got nuances. In the spirit, in him, a new creation. It actually says in 2 Corinthians chapter five, 
We used to see Jesus according to the natural perspective or the flesh, but we do not see him this way anymore. And we are not to see each other after the natural perspective. We are not. And this is what we need. And I know, I know that this church is a very much a forerunning church. This church is an amazing church. I praise God. It is the Lord's doing. It's not my doing. It's his doing. But there are, there are companies like this being raised up everywhere. I've just bumped into one where people from all over Europe are getting together and they're inventing things that are gonna change history. And, and you know how they're doing it? They're going in and out of heaven and working with angels. Is that incredible? This is amazing. There, there are cures for cancer out there. There's just like, you know, it's just, this, is, this is so exciting. Can we just put the pads on, please? Can we put the pads on, please? And what I'm gonna do, what I'm gonna do is this, is that I wanna pray specifically over people that the veil is torn on the inside. The veil is torn on the inside. You actually have, you know, it actually says this treasure in earthen vessels. And the earthen vessels is thinking about the earth too much. You gotta think about the treasure. Stop being an earthen vessel thinking about the earth. Be an earthen vessel thinking about the treasure. What you focus on, you manifest. What you magnify, you manifest. This is absolutely so cool. So cool. And it's like, you know, you, you, you can't, I'm sure go for it in prayer. Horrific, you know, kids being killed and hostages and bombs going off. And, and, and it's all, it's, it's, they're trying to incite this around the world. And you can pray for that, but you can't control it. You know what you can control? Your time in the morning, that one hour that you have free. That time in the car where you've got to drive and, 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 and you can pray in the Spirit. Or when you have those few hours spare on the weekend, you just get before the Lord and just say, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Oh, this is a Scripture I forgot. But you've got to see all these Scriptures, all these Scriptures are about activating oneness. I think it is... 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship or communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all, amen. Every time you think about Him or the Word, you are being grafted into that oneness. And that's the place where you get the inventions. That's the place where you have transcendent encounters. That's the place where you get filled with the Spirit of might. That's the place you know, I've been very confronted with the fact that they spent 10 days in the upper room and changed history. So do we have a focus problem? Do we have a patience problem? Do we have, oh, this, is, this, is, this is so cool, but the world is changing quickly. If we do not change, if we do not graduate from 2019 Christianity, it'll be statistics. I really, really mean that because they're just, you've just got this absolute, we're looking in history now of an unelected bureaucratic class telling people how to suck eggs, really. And, 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 and governments are in lockstep. It's serious, friends, it's serious. But what we can do is we can connect. We can connect with the spirit of life. Did you know, let's just say you go, but Todd, you don't know, I've got some really long-term deep problems in my life. God goes, I've, got, I've, always, I've had solutions for you for a long time. There's nothing you're going through that God doesn't already have a solution for. But what happens is people more lean into their pain and they create reasoning through their pain rather than looking to the Lord. 
you know? This is so exciting. I'm just going to pray in the Spirit. I'm going to see how we administrate this in a second. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, thank you. Thank you. You guys are a bit quiet and somber tonight. Hallelujah. Did your favourite sports team lose or something? I mean, understandable if you're a New Zealander. Come on, give it a bit more volume. The righteous are as bold as a lion. Holy, 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 holy. That's it. That's it. Make it easier to pray for you guys in a second. Holy, 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 Jesus, thank you. 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 I'm going to share this story before I'm going to get people up to pray. I'm going to anoint people in a second. When I received the invitation to Switzerland, I immediately was at the top of a mountain. I wasn't at the very top, I was looking at it, right? And it looked very similar to that, but it was like with life and glory. I believe our church functions on a mountaintop. I believe that. I don't believe we're you know, looking up. And, and God is a mountain. The Kingdom is a mountain, Daniel 2, right? There are mountains in the Spirit. Mountains mean government authority because Jesus has commanded the mountain to be uprooted and cast in the sea. And if you do not down in your heart, the things that come to pass, you get whatever he said, shikabamba. And so, and, and so what you have, but there are mountains of the Lord. Okay, when you have government authority. <coughs> and so we had long days of prayer and this one day I was really tired and I just engaged that mountain I saw in the Spirit. And the meeting wasn't going in the direction I wanted it to go in, but I, I'm, a, I'm a team player. And, 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 you know, I sat in the pocket and I went to lunch and had a half hour break and I walked into my apartment and I remember just like freaking out, the whole floor underneath me turned to gold. In the spirit, it wasn't solid gold, it was had like, that's got like sparkly type stuff. This had veins all through it, but it was in the spirit. Please do not undersell the Jesus that lives inside of you. Do not stop thinking about yourself as the earthen vessel. Think that you're in Christ, that you are new. And this is what we're going to do in a second. We don't usually call people up because of the altar space, but I don't care. Um, we will need catchers. We will need catchers. But if you wanna come forward, I'm gonna anoint people. I'm gonna pray for you very briefly, but the veil to be torn and you to see that every solution you, you need is already in you in, in the glory, in the glory. There's nothing, there's, nothing, there's nothing too hard. It is your consciousness, your conscious awareness in Christ that makes it happen. 
You hearing what I'm saying? This is exciting. This is exciting. Don't read the newspapers and go, oh my gosh, look what's happening. You know, what if Syria gets involved or Iran? All those strings are being pulled. Don't worry. Don't worry. But the Lord is looking for people who can function at the top of their mountain. Top of their mountain. There's things that God has for you, but it's just inactivity and unbelief that just stops it. I'm going to pray for you guys and I'm going to open up the altar. I've got some oil. It's got a Star of David on it, so it must be amazing. Smells like a cheap bottle of PF. But anyway, who remembers that brand? (laughs) Oh my gosh. All right. Okay. Holy Spirit, I thank you for everyone here. Right now, we just decree in the Spirit life. We decree life. We break everything, every demon of religion and death, every hectic, hectic oppression right now, every lie, every fiery dart. And we thank You, Lord God, that before You, we are, we are kings and priests according to the order of Melchizedek. We are a royal priesthood. And right now, we say we are from heaven, not necessarily from Australia. We are from heaven. We are born from above. We are citizens of another dimension. We are ambassadors for Christ. We right now, we shed off right now the labels that people have put on us, even our families, even cultural labels. And right now we thank You for the new era, for the new era, Lord God, I thank You. We by faith today engage that fresh touch of the new era of creativity and wisdom and understanding and glory in the Name and the blood of Jesus. Everyone said, Amen.